Welcome to Healing Hearts, Empowering Critical Care Providers. The information provided in this podcast is general in nature and is intended as a training tool for Children's Hospital and Medical Center personnel. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Complete information regarding the podcast, including its limitations on usage, is available under the episode description. Hi, this is Sean Akers. I am a psychologist at Children's Hospital and Medical Center. Uh, I coordinate the consult liaison program for the hospital, and I am here with my good friend Amanda. Hello there, this is Amanda Adams with Children's Hospital Medical Center. I am the patient relations coordinator. You may have seen me throughout the hospital. Um, My work is really focused on helping our patients, families, and staff get through maybe times that are pretty difficult during their stay, if they've had some conflict during their stay, and sort of how to make sure that everything um, runs smoothly for all sides. So we're really excited to be here today. So what are we gonna talk about today, Amanda? Today is a really exciting topic because I think it can relate to everyone. And, um, you know, as we walk through this, I think uh, you'll see some sides of Sean and I that will be able to outline how we handle ourselves. But um, kind of a topic of resiliency and and how do we adapt and change and make ourselves available to deal with stress outside of what we do here at the hospital? Well, I want to be real clear. We were asked to talk about resilience, but we both sort of had the same reaction to the word resilience. What is it? (laughs) Because we talk about that a lot, and resilience is a big word that's used a lot. But but actually, we decided to kind of get away from that word a little bit and really just kind of get down to how do you get through your day? Because, you know, working in a hospital is stressful, and, you know, how do you get through your day? Uh, those those days that are hard, those days that are, um, you know, just just not so easy. So so we're just going to chat about that for a little bit, and we're going to kind of jump right in. We are going to focus a little bit today on specifically on self care because you know that's we 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 take care of other people here, but we really also want to talk about how do we take care of ourselves. And I think that's a really important thing that each of us probably forget about during our day. Yeah. Um, we forget about making sure that we are okay. You know, we, every day that you come in here, you know, not only are you dealing with something outside of work, but you're expected to come into work and make sure that you're ensuring everyone else is okay, um, regardless of the work that you do. I'm not strictly in patient care at all, um, but what I do is pretty taxing. And so what is it that you do that you are relying on to take care of yourself? Um, can you even answer that question? And if you can't, think about it, um, because you, you need something. And Sean and I talked a lot about this is what does it even mean? Because quite honestly, it can mean a, just a, a plethora of different things for different people. For me, an outlet, I actually can't tell you that it's the same every day. Um, but what I do know is my relationships and the people I rely on is super important to me. What about you? What's your biggest, um, biggest stress reliever? How do you do it? What do you do? You know, I'm going to, I'm going to take a a step back real quickly. When I was, I've been here 18 years and when I was younger, um, when I was first staff here, I, uh, I really had a hard time, um, reaching out to other people. 
in many respects because yeah. I you know we're trained in school many times you know to be independent to be confident to be self-sufficient uh, you know as a psychologist we're very much in that you know when when we're sitting here actually in my office uh, recording this and and you know this is the office where I see patients and families uh, not in the hospital and um, and it, you know it's kind of on my own and uh, as I've gotten older uh, especially over the last uh, two or three years um, that now I have a team uh, who helped me do the the consults over in the hospital uh, that has been huge uh, to have a team where we do very similar things and we talk all the time yeah and you have to you know when you think about um, taking care of yourself you know that doesn't necessarily mean um, making sure that you know, you do what's right and, and do exactly what you're supposed to do. It's to do something that makes you feel like you're able to get through the next thing. So, and when I say that, I, I say, think about the hardest day you've had and what did you do about it? And if most of you can are sitting here thinking as you're listening to this that you didn't do anything, this is why we're talking to you today. Um, this is why you're listening to this because you have to do something and you have to rely on something to get you through because that is where you start to have fatigue and that is where you start to have burnout. And if you can't have an avenue, that's where, that's what we want to make sure everyone has the capability of, um, expressing and finding a way to take care of yourself. Yeah, you know, one of my fears, Amanda, is that when we talk, when we use terms like self-care, people's immediate image is uh, taking a bubble bath. Right. And you Mine know. is actually ice cream when I hear that, <laughs> but I am assuming that's not our direction, so. Or other things that we don't necessarily want to uh, advertise here, but, you know, just the, uh, that, that it's sort of these cliches of, yes. of, of things. And uh, I, I want to be a little bit more pragmatic uh, in terms of, um, that you know those things are, are cool and we all should have you know some of those things that are really caretaking uh, but for me I really want to emphasize uh, our relationships with other people and how important that is absolutely and if you know I, I think about myself I am a party of one uh, <laughs> there are no others like me in the organization I, I am the only patient relations coordinator so You're the coordinator of yourself I'm basically my own coordinator which is <laughs> awesome and dangerous all at the same time um, but honestly I don't have a team so if you really think about it I have a supervisor and then I, I really do operate on my own and so I don't have a team. So you think of frontline staff, you think of physicians, you think of your work, everyone's sort of in that team group setting. So when I started this role, I, I kind of closed myself off because I didn't know what I was supposed to do. If I don't have a team, I don't have somebody, am I supposed to just take all these emotions myself? And if, am I supposed to just deal with these? And I learned that that is not the most efficient way. So the best thing I did for myself, and I would recommend to anyone listening, is find the individuals that you work with who understand your work, who understand the barriers you face and the troubles you might face in the hard days, and you get a very good foundation and relationship with those people, and you utilize them to help you get through that. And I tell you, the relationships... I've built and I will get, I'm shouting out to Sean. This is very hard for me. <laughs> it is a tough thing 
but I have developed great relationship with my friend here, Sean Akers, and being able to share the um, hard times, the good times, and those types of things, it absolutely helps. It has helped me, I think, become better in my role and to also truly take care of myself doing uh, what I do every day. Yeah, you know, for me, I, I, I totally agree. It's, it's having somebody who uh, listens and validates and understands a lot of what we go through. Uh, I will add that, that it's not just that for me. I, I really like having people who uh, sometimes they need to tell me to suck it up. Yeah, or, oh, of course. You know, and tell me to, to that, okay, you know, this, what are you going to do about that? Or how are you going to, yep. you know, it's not just, uh, oh, poor you. Yeah, but but my my friends and my colleagues and the people who I, I most trust are the ones who are who are straightforward and they're honest and they're listen and, and, and we just have a good mm-hmm. honest relationship about stuff uh, because what we do is hard but it's also doable it's get throughable. Yep, and I think part of that self care is understanding when you do need to have those messages given to you um, so that you can reflect on those and you can move forward from those because you know if we go through our work every day thinking we're perfect I mean I am. Right, Sean? <laughs> okay. Maybe not. Might want to back up on that. All right, I'll back up <laughs> on that. So if we go through our days, at, honestly, and we think our work is perfect, what we do is perfect every day, how are we going to get through You know, the opportunities that we all know that we have? So you're right. We have to have those balancing relationships that help us grow, develop, have that person who will listen and be on your side. And it's the good, the bad, the ugly. And and honestly, you have to have um, a set of individuals or, or even that one individual that you can rely on. But the thing that you have to really work on, and I think it's a, it's a stepping stone, is realizing when to ask for that. You know, you have to be vulnerable. Vulnerable, yes, you do. And you have to be willing to put yourself out there. And that was the hardest lesson for me is because I felt like I needed to come across like I knew everything and I could handle everything and uh, asking for help was not an easy thing for me and once I started doing it once I I started having uh, especially with the relationships that were trusting that I knew they weren't judging me and I knew it wasn't about whether I knew everything or not it was just about reaching out and saying uh, wow what a hard day or what a hard case right and how many of you listening right now are shaking your head to that thinking I have uh, definitely gone through that where I don't want to ask for help because I want everyone to think that I am the almighty and know what I'm doing. I I don't make mistakes. And how many of you now are thinking when you allowed yourself to let that happen, you actually learned more and felt better because it's real. And, uh, you know, I think both uh, Sean and I would, would both agree that we want you to come away with the message of it's okay to have hard days. It's okay to not be okay. Um, but what we would challenge and hope for is that you realize when you need that and how you have to take care of yourself and what you do about that. Yeah, I think sometimes just acknowledging those feelings and talking through it is, is, is so incredibly helpful. I absolutely agree. And it, it has been very, very instrumental in my, um, just sort of my progression in this role. And um, I feel like it has definitely allowed me to do what we've talked about grow especially having those people that will tell you like it is like my friend Sean here well in one way that we're we're different beyond the the obvious um, <laughs> is, is that I'm old and oh well um, yeah you know and I've been here for a while I'm uh, I'm considered the old guy uh, in some circles <laughs> Uh, but the reason I bring that up, though, is that I, I do think it's really important that uh, folks like myself uh, 
are, are open to helping mentor you know some of the newer staff and the, and the people that are around and, and it's been really important to me to have that role uh, to not only model that but to, to let people know that that talking and processing uh, things within my team I do it with my boss but you know you and I talk uh, as frequently as we can that we we have that that we we know that it's an okay thing to do um, and that it's helpful you know for us and just absolutely self-care. so we hope you're we hope that you have definitely taken some good tools away today and that you feel that we are truly here together we are supportive as an organization and, and we are all going through the same thing so um please take care of yourself and, and find the best method for you very nice. So, the, you know, the takeaway here is, is self-care and, and, and really nurturing your social relationships. We're going to keep doing some of these podcasts and we're going to talk about other ways of self-care and, and just how we get through our days. And um, so this is just the beginning and, and we're, we're going to talk about some other uh, areas, proactive as well as uh, how, do we, how do we get through that uh, reactively hard day. So thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for listening. For more information about Children's Hospital and Medical Center, visit childrensomaha.org. Thanks for listening to Healing Hearts, empowering critical care providers.